Welcome. This is last week of summer romances. Yes, it is the last week of summer romances. I feel like our next theme, our next theme for August is murderous women. And we go from like beach reads to like murder. And it's like kind of a jump. Well, we committed. I mean, we committed to the bit. But we should have done this in like November, like the the murders. Women. I'm pretty but sure I suggested it for October, and then you were like, "No, I'm being monster." I'm being um, monster. Because yeah, this was like very on par with like summer. Like, okay, the book we read this week was *The Spanish Love Deception* by Elena Armas, mm-hmm. and it is the definition of a beach read and a vacation read. It's like so long though. I okay, so you found she it really is long. she's a brick. This is a brick of a book. You found it really long, and I didn't find it that long. Like it didn't feel long. It felt long to me. It didn't feel that long to me. That long to me. It's like seven hundred pages. But it, it is like a big book. Over seven hundred pages. But it didn't feel long. It just didn't need to be that long. Um. Tropes. I mean, summer romance. Uh, summer fake dating. Oh, fake dating workplace. Oh, workplace. That's a good one. Yeah, enemies to lovers. Yes. Oh, my cat is so loud right he now. He falls first. Yeah, I have that as well. Um, workplace is another one I missed. Um, what else? One bed. Oh, yep. This is pretty tropey. I mean, this is her, like, debut. Yeah, which I didn't actually realize. It was, like, self-published, and then it yeah. was removed because the publisher picked it up. It was removed from Kindle Limited, which is a real bummer for me. Um, I know. I read this. I read it when it first came out, so it was on Kindle Limited. And then when we decided to do it for this pod, I was like, oh, I'll go back and our like, Read it on Kindle Unlimited. Nope. It's yeah, it's, it's, it's picked up by a publisher. Uh, Grumpy Sunshine. Oh, yeah, Grumpy Sunshine. Yeah, this book is very tropey. Um, it has, like, like all the tropes. Fake dating, enemies to lovers, workplace, one bed, Grumpy Sunshine. <laughs> yeah. Um, slow burn i would say this is a slow burn for sure too slow burn because it's 700 pages um okay anything else you can think of that's pretty tropey so that's all the big ones i think that's it um trigger warning i mean the bullying is the only thing i can think of like her like the bullying to her and like slut shaming uh the sex of the office Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. That's a. I just also want to note that I I want you guys. I'm gonna be perfectly upfront. I didn't um, reread this for this pod. I read this like over a year ago, and oh. I didn't feel like rereading a 700 page book. So you didn't even skim it. No, I didn't skim it. Um. Okay. So bullying, slut shaming, um. Uh, misogynism. Misogyny. Um, that's actually a topic I want to talk about. We'll we'll circle back to that thing. Okay, um, so this has a 3.87 on Goodreads. I see that. And 
Uh, this has 572,000 ratings. So it's this is this has got to be probably what was the other really big ratings that we had that we read recently? Like this um, has got to be the LC highest steel one or no? At least at least steel one only had sixty three thousand. So this has got to be up there with like oh, it happened one summer had four hundred thousand. So this has more than what happened one summer. So this has got to be probably the highest rated book that we've done via Goodreads, like mm-hmm. the highest rated on Goodreads that we've done. So this is a lot because um, this was a book talk. It blew up on book talk, yes. Okay, so that makes sense because so was it happened one summer, and they came out the same summer. Is this twenty twenty one? Yeah, when everyone was still locked and, indoors. And It Happened One Summer also came out in 2021, didn't it? I think so. Yeah, because Hook, Line, Sinker came out last... Hook, Line, and Sinker came out last year. Yeah. So it must have been 2021. So they were competing um, that summer. Um, I would say that 3.87 is an accurate rating. Yeah. I think that's pretty accurate. Um, okay, so characters are Catalina... And Aaron. Aaron. Um, I really liked Aaron. He was cute. Yeah, he's cute. I, I, I get that. Cause okay, this this another trope we missed would have been like unrequited love because he clearly likes her the whole time. Yeah, and you as a reader can see it, but she doesn't. She doesn't because see it. She is blinded by the fact that she thinks he hates her. Yeah. And by like her own internal like hurt and like past trauma. But I wish we had dual POV because I feel like you loved Aaron without dual POV. If you had dual POV, he'd be so fucking cute. I just wish that we got, because I think the epilogue is in Aaron's point of view, but other than, than that, you don't see I, – I wish we got, like, even if it was just, like, a handful of chapters that we got that would have been Aaron's POV. I would have loved to hear Aaron's POV. Because, yeah, they're just, like, so cute. Um, Catalina's 28? Yeah, 27, 28. And then Aaron was 32. Like, he was – I think he was, like, a couple years older than she was. Mm-hmm. Um, and they both are, um, engineers. Yeah. Because she makes them in that cup. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And they work in city planning. It sounds like some form of like, um, not quite civil engineering, but like something like their, their company does. But I don't think it's city because I think they make a decent because she mentioned how civil engineering has its own department in their in their company and then all the other engineers are mm-hmm. like together. So I don't remember exactly what type of engineer she is just that she's an engineer. Um and she's an immigrant from Spain. Yeah. Um and she's been in the US 10 years. Yeah, she like left for her, her no, it had to be less than that. Wouldn't it's it? less. It's probably less than that. But she left like right after college. Right? Yeah, she basically graduated I think it was five years because I think like her first 
engineer job was, was at the job? company. Yeah. So okay. It was like I feel like it was five-ish Longer years. than that. But, but if she's 28, she would have graduated at like, let's say, 21 or 22 and then applied for her master's program, which she said she did in the States. So she did a master's program, which been two years. So then she would have been like 24, 25. And then she would have gotten this job. So then that would have been like, I think she was there at least three years. Something like that. Yeah. Okay. So this makes, that makes sense. So maybe it is less than that. But um, yeah, so she's an immigrant from Spain. And Aaron is an all-American boy. Yeah. Literally, he's literally all-American boy. What is his... He's like a little rich boy, isn't he? Um, right? He's, he's I think his his dad is a big big in college football. And that's where, like... So his oh, yeah, money yeah, because he's a football. From, he wanted to be... Or he... His money comes from football. Yeah. Because his dad is, like, a big-time, like, coach and, like, recruiter for, like, one of the universities. But then he was also going to be a football player, right? Yeah. He was and supposed then, to be like the next best thing, and, and then, then he like. Then he's like, I don't want to do it. Gave it up because of like the grief with his mom and like his relationship with his dad. Yeah. Because he said he felt like his dad's project, basically, and not his son. Mm-hmm. Um. So okay, I'll read the back of the book. Let's start there. Catalina Martin, I think that's how you would say it. Um. Sorry if I butcher the accent. Desperately needs a date to her sister's wedding, especially since her little white lie about her American boyfriend has spiraled out of control. Now everyone she knows, including her ex and his fiance, will be there and eager to meet him. She only has four weeks to find someone willing to cross the Atlantic and aid in her deception. New New York to Spain is no short flight, and her and her family won't be easy to fool. Enter Aaron Blackbird. Her tall, handsome, condescending colleague, who surprisingly offers to step in, she'd rather refuse. Never has there been a more aggravating, blood-boiling, and insufferable man. But Catalina is desperate. As the wedding draws nearer, Aaron looks like her best option, and she begins to realize he might not be as terrible in the real world as he is at the office. That's pretty accurate yeah it gives you it gives you that's like gives you enough yeah enough to not give it all away um i would say you realize that aaron likes her when he offers to help her plan that office thing that day at the office that like open house thing Mm, i would say when he offers to yeah okay i was like an, uh, it wasn't even like a she openly asked people she no, was like no, it was she like was, he just overheard her and he's like i'll do it and she's like why she's would like, you want to fuck do, are you why would you want to do that yeah but like you i mean obviously you think that there might be an alternative motive but you get the sense that he actually likes her when he like shows up her office like gives her that like protein bar that he like homemade and she's like the fuck is this homemade like protein bar yeah she she was like off who like, are you she runs off like pastries and tacos like that is yeah and um I, that was when i was like okay he definitely likes her like for sure because like okay they basically like dance around each other and she's like hey, well, what is this what are you doing 
like what am I doing for you like what is the exchange oh yeah here? it was like the auction which I and was then, like except that I'm pretty sure he just like he basically asked her out and then she was like oh so I'm doing this another fake dating and he's like uh she's like I see you have to be a fake girlfriend for this and he was like sure because I think he was like actually just asking her out and then she just like took it and like ran down this fake dating path and he was like okay like if this is what I need to do to get you to realize I like you then sure like let's just go with it yeah because like I'm pretty sure the whole like he actually wanted to date her and she just like made that up in her head basically she's spiraling your cat is yelling at me yeah she's really noisy this morning any thoughts um ma'am but um because that was the only thing that was confusing to me so they never really talk about Aaron's how he was like not rich oh yeah because she like no because when she shows up there to his apartment she's like what the fuck (laughs) yeah and he's like oh wait no they did talk about it because his mom comes from old money yeah and his mom died of cancer Mm -hmm. and left like and then everything went to him and then he's like the last of the line so he has like all this old money and he just like he just well he doesn't like use it right he does like he uses it to like he bought i think he bought an apartment he bought an apartment he has a nice like i think it's like mercedes it's like a yeah I, yeah, some sort of like, like he bought a car, but they live in New York, so it's like impractical to have a car. Yeah, and she's like, oh, but he like, yeah, has a car. He's like a nice like Brooklyn apartment that like overlooks like. Yeah, it like, you know what's funny though is when I read this, I was it was giving me hating game vibes. Yeah, mm-hmm. I could see that because, except like, that okay, is basically. It was basically the same shit. The only thing is that Aaron is significantly less creepy because that yeah. was the only thing with hating games where he was like, because he would like, look at the color of my walls. They match your, like, yeah, that was a little that weird. Was and then he would creepy. make notes when she would wear certain items of clothing. That was like, that was really weird. But yeah, it definitely like, it definitely like parallel with like hating game in terms of like some of Although, the, some of the aspects. That's of it. not fake dating, is it? No. Well, if you count the wedding. In Hating Game? Yeah. But then they fuck at the end of the wedding. So it's like. Yeah. It. And now that you've said that. Yeah. You're right. It is very parallel it's plot. very parallel plot. With I do think, game. though, that I like. And they're also competing for the same job. Although, in this but one. But Aaron kind of just like, gets it. In like, this one, they're not competing for the same job. Aaron gets a promotion, and then she goes, oh, fuck. Like, I can't date my boss. Like, I've been there. I've been in this, like, power but struggle. But also, she was, like, she a was, like, little um, PO'd that he got the promotion as well. No, I think in, in the book, she, like, actually is genuinely, like, he deserves it. But, like, that just means we can't date because, like, we can't have a thing because she's worried about, because it would happen to her before, was she dated a professor, at her university. So she took his class yeah. for two years. As soon as the class ended, she dated him. And then people started talking about how she was basically like sleeping to get her grades. And then it spiraled out of control. And then he dumped her because he was like, oh, fuck. Like, I'm worried I'm going to get in trouble now. That, like, it's, like, openly out there that we're dating. And she gets left to, like, get stuck with, like, all the bullying. And then eventually she leaves. Like, it, it makes her super depressed. And she's like, I just can't do it anymore. And that's when she applies to that master's program. Yeah. 
and, and then just it, like it kind of like same thing happens where he gets the promotion and they they I, it's not like openly in the office but then a situation happens where with the sexism that okay they just, let's talk about this fucking guy can you remember what his name is so it's like old i would like picture him old white like have like a well, he's not quite old but he's like it is like 40s and he's like got a paunch yeah and he's like wears a shirt just slightly too tight yeah and wears like brown dress pants yeah every day and like a black belt but then his shirt is tucked way too much into Into his his shirt so you can like see like the buttons just pop just a little bit and he's like not quite bald but like a hundred percent bald like he has like a definite spot that is bald yeah on the top of his head and it's thinning Oh, yeah. You can picture this guy. I know this guy. I have worked with this guy. And, like, I did I did like the the depiction of that relationship. Your cat's in um, At the office. Because I have experienced those things. I've experienced the guy being like, oh, honey. Like, no, it's actually not honey. Like, I have a name. And, like, being just a fucking prick. Just because. Hold on. She is a menace. She's on a path of destruction today. This cat, fuck. Um, Woke up and chose violence. But, so I, I did like the dis- the depiction of that scene and of her being like, fuck this guy, like, again. And then that moment of also, like, nobody speaks up. And she's like, it's not about it's not about like being an ally is it's not about not picking sides it's about like speaking it for what's right and you guys sitting there and saying nothing thinking that you're you're making it better by not fighting my battles for me is actually worse because you sit there and you let me feel like I'm alone instead of speaking up and being like hey asshole like that's not okay because oftentimes men like that unfortunately need another man to say, hey, we actually don't do that. So, like, I liked that scene. That was probably one of my favorite scenes of her being, like, and then her confronting Aaron about it and being, like, well, you didn't fucking say anything. And he's, like, well, I didn't think you needed someone to fight your battles. And she's, like, that's not the point. Like, the point isn't me not being able to fight my battles. It's about, like, fucking being an ally and not being an asshole. And he was, like, oh. And, like, that was kind of nice. But, yeah, this guy, I just, you just know exactly this guy. Everyone can picture this fucking guy. And I was really hoping it wouldn't come back around. I really, I kind of do wish that that section of the book was kind of. It reminded me. It reminded me very much of um, uh, the love hypothesis in that scene, where it kind of blows up in public, where he's like, "Oh, like." he like makes comments about her sleeping with the boss to get ahead. And then he's like, excuse me, who the fuck are you? Because like kind of like the restaurant scene in love hypothesis, similar to this, like that's what it reminded me of. Mm. But like at that point, Aaron was also already the boss. And I don't, I, I don't see that. I do get why Catalina spiraled and was like, it's happening again. Like yeah. it's ha- so like totally fair. Like I, her trauma was real, and like I have that in my notes of like third act breakup. I personally hate third act breakups. That's like one of my least favorite things, 
But this one didn't feel like unnecessarily dramatic. Do you know what I mean? Like, I guess. Like, I'm trying to think of an example where I'm just like, this is just so, this did not need to happen. And this one just felt like warranted. In my opinion. Okay. I Um, mean, yeah, I get it. Like, was her sister older? Younger. Was it younger? I thought she was. No, because she, her younger sister is marrying her ex's younger brother. Oh, okay. Right. I did. But her ex was also like significantly older than she was. Yeah. He was like in his 40s. No, I think when they were dating, he was in his 30s. And, and but now he's like now 45 he's, or something. Yeah, now he's in his 40s, yeah. Um also, I thought that they, she makes a big thing about like his fiance. His fiance is coming to the wedding. But she's never once mentioned yeah, at the wedding. Was, I thought that was kind of confusing cuz I was, was like, like when is she going to come in and be like, "Oh, this is my fiance." And then she's going to be like, "Oh, I feel nothing." Except that like you never saw this actual fiance. Like it felt like he made, made her up. It, like made her up, yeah. Because he wanted her to feel jealous that he was like getting married. Like it was really weird because it was like it felt like the ex obviously wanted to get her back, but like yeah. wasn't like actively trying to do things he was like it wasn't okay it wasn't like he trying to was trying to get her back he like he wants her to want him but doesn't actually want her like he just wants to feel wanted like he wants to be like oh she still wants me but i'm over it like that's what he wanted like he wanted to, he wanted her to still be upset like he wanted the attention basically mm-hmm. because like he was also really condescending and weird and I did think you know what I found really weird was the fact that like I understand that her sister was obviously marrying his brother. Yeah. So it's a like a little like it puts the family in a weird spot. Yeah. But the fact that the family was never like fuck that guy. We don't we don't want anything they were to do too, with him. They were very diplomatic about yeah, it. Yeah, they were like, "Well, Rather we, than... we can't be in the middle." No, if like if you Yeah. like if you had an ex and, like, for some reason, some family member was, like, marrying into the, his family, I'd still be like, fuck that guy. Like, do you want me to go pour wine on him? Like, do we want to destroy yeah, his entire that life? that is true. Because at one point, her dad makes a speech at, like, the rehearsal dinner and is like, we're so happy to see her happy, and which is great. And she's, like, really, like, it was definitely, like, a, a shot. Like, it was a passive-aggressive shot at the, like, ex. But the way she explains it is that nobody stood up for her nobody like cut him out or nobody like, was like that guy fucking sucks yeah everyone was like they were too diplomatic the, about and it and the thing is is like i'm pretty sure his brother also was like yeah what he did to you was absolutely fucking shitty yeah but like no one actively did anything to, actually, to make her feel like yeah she she was, was ca- like, cared like, for yeah, and she, like that she was justified in feeling like betrayed and yeah. like let down. Yeah, I agree. I did find that really weird. I I loved the 
them going early and then going to like all the wedding events like the fucking soccer game and her cousin's like a freak and she's like the like the shirts don't fit and they're like dude it's fucking shirts and she's like no and they're like okay chill and then it's like shirts and skins and he just like happens to be fucking jacked i was like i saw that one coming and i was like okay also when she was like when she found out he played he played football she was like don't google it don't google it don't google it and she fucking googled it and was like i need to look at as many photos of him in those tight pants as fucking possible just one time just one time i was like you know what same <laughs> same because <laughs> i was like it didn't say what position he played did it i'm assuming quarterback I'm i assuming. assume so because the way she described him was like tall and like lean yeah i assume quarterback or like a line oh a wide receiver yeah. or something like someone who's catching the ball or throwing the ball and not like a defensive line yeah, yeah. or something because yeah he seemed very um i assume quarterback he just gives off quarterback vibes. he does give <laughs> off quarterback vibes i also thought it was so fucking cute when um they went to that auction and his friend is like oh yeah, this is my dad and his dad is just like happy to be there and then she bets on the dad and she's like i fucked up but it's too late we're doing this he's just so cute and so happy and i just need to help him and he's like in like suspenders and a bow tie into like his 60s and she's like oh, he's just so fucking cute i don't want this but like i hope that it like stirs something else up i just thought that was really funny I- like, I understand that the auction needed to happen as, like, a, like, you, because it, 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 I understand it needed to happen. I just didn't think it kind of needed to happen. Like, if, if I was, like, because I just felt that you just spent a little too long in each place. Okay. I was going to, that's what I was going to say. So, I was going to say, the uh, I feel like the purpose of the auction was to get a sense of who Aaron was as a person because then she got to know the football thing and the dad thing and you get the hint of like oh yeah I went and visited your dad and you you kind of get the sense that his dad's potentially like something's wrong with him and mm-hmm. they have like a cute moment but the auction itself like that night is like and then they go so many chapters and then they go to the they have the, the rescues the rescue center after don't they no because that's how he uses the date that she buys. No, not in the book that I read. That doesn't have that scene doesn't happen. Am I thinking of a completely different book then? Because no. I remember they used the date to go to like a dog rescue. No, they talked about going and they never did. Oh, maybe I don't know they went. Could it have been cut? I don't know. Is your book shorter than the book I read? Because that I I read a over seven hundred page book. I did so. too. But I, so I read the published, like the published oh, version. Because I, I booked out of the library. I, I read and you the read the, one. the self-published one. Maybe it was. Maybe the scene was cut. I don't know. I just or felt like. a bonus scene that I, I felt missed. like this book spent a little too long in each section of the book. Okay. Like you spent a little too long before the wedding, like before yeah. going to Spain. And you spent a little too long in the events before the wedding. And then the wedding was like so fast. Nothing. And then yeah. you spent a little too long after the wedding when they're back home. Because, like, once they get back home from the wedding, you still have, like, 200 pages of the fucking yeah. book. Like, I it did is, realize Like, that. you spend, like, a good, like, 200 to 300 I, pages in each section of this book. I texted you, and I was like, so they're just about to leave for the wedding. So I, when I texted you, it was, like, the scene before the airport. Like, they're literally meeting at the airport was, like, the next chapter. And I was like, so how far am I if they're, like – at the airport you're like oh you're like a third way through yeah you're like but 
you're like coming up on half and I was like oh okay so I've got like quite a ways to go still because I agree so I think I think there are sections that could be shortened be shortened or point blank removed I liked all of the I, I think that the progression of each one was good I just think that they were too long like yeah each each scene should have been a chapter so like the auction should have been like one maybe two like chapters the, like it should have been like the pre where she's getting dressed as one and then the and then the, the, the actual auction. auction is two and then the taco scene where he takes her to eat tacos after as yeah as three like that should have been it but it was actually like maybe seven or eight chapters yeah long. It, was long. it was pretty long like i think well let's just jump into like my worst part is like the, the this book is so long you know what it's it felt my, like it, it was set up to be made a movie probably like this book legitimately felt like it was written to be made into a screenplay because the scenes were so in depth like you know how like in a movie they add they add stuff to each scene because they have to fill space in the t- like in the movie this book felt like the screenplay version of yeah. it do you know what i mean yeah I can see that. But, like, I just felt this, like, the thing is, if this book was, like, 500 pages, maybe, I'd be like, okay, fine. But yeah. 700 pages is long. Is very long. It's it's bordering, like, the only other books that are really 700 pages are, like, fantasy books because fantasies have so much world building yeah. that a lot of the, like, the space in a chapter is taken up by, like, just words of other things not related to the actual plot like just telling yeah. you like what the world looks like but yeah this book is really long it like you they could have removed so much from the end they could have removed so much like at the beginning as yeah. well like i think while they're in spain like you were getting things and developing of their relationship i think some of it could have been shortened. Like they I don't also, think I don't yeah. think I don't think the the soccer scenes should have been that long. They like, were, that was a really long scene. It was a really hey? long scene. Because it was like the pre it was like the shirt scene. Like yeah. them not having shirts, him taking his shirt off. The ex showing up, making a thing about him not taking his shirt off, her oogling like him on with his shirt off, and then them like t- shit talking each other, and then the actual soccer scene, and then her then him carrying her away. Like Yeah. It was like a it ended up being like a. It, it was very long. It's very like this. I think this book would have really, really benefited from an like an editor just going in and kind of just chopping chopping shit up. I haven't read any of the other books. Like so I, there's I, a second book. Yeah, there's the roommate experiment with her cousin and her and her, her best, best friend. friend. Yeah, and I haven't read that yet. I have it all in the library, but I don't know. I. I I'm, I'll eventually get to it. I just, my, like, I don't have... My least favorite part is how... See, and this, the thing is, is that... Okay, so my least favorite part is how long it took for her to fucking figure it out. For her to be like... Because you know pretty instantly that he likes her. And he's been trying yeah. to like... But he just like comes from a household where his mom died when he was like a young adult. And his dad doesn't show affection. So you get this like... He doesn't quite know how to show affection. So he's like trying in the way that makes sense to him, which Mm -hmm. is not how most people do it. But to him, it makes sense. She is like, who the fuck is this guy? What was the reasoning behind? Remember when she first 
the reason why she thinks he hates her is because she brought that cup yeah the literally his first day on the job and he was like shocked and she like so she what set like basically made him like a welcome package yeah like a little cup which is like a cup that says like uh, some sort of like engineer joke on it we're engineers uh we like build bridges or not burn like them or something yeah. i don't know it was some sort of like pun yeah and then what and he was like he basically was just like rude to her about it but it was like him being not sure how to take like someone being like genuinely friendly like he was like honestly not sure how to react so then he reacted as basically like shock i mean like uh thanks and she's like that was rude he didn't even like like it and yeah it was was like basically just a misunderstanding of like her him like being in a new job being nervous figuring out his like trying to figure out the like the 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 workplace itself and her coming on really strong and then him being not used to having someone so open about their feelings and like not sure what to do Mm -hmm. because like my least favorite part is yeah like how long it took her to figure it out but the thing is is that she figures it out because at the wedding, the reception, mm-hmm. or the I think it was the rehearsal reception. dinner, he basically says, like, when I kiss you, it'll be because you want it, and it'll be you. It won't be fake. You will know that it's real. And so at that point, she's like, okay, I'm pretty sure he likes me, but I don't know how to feel about that. And she's trying to like resist it. The thing is, is I kept thinking, wow, like it's taking so long for her to get to that point, except that the wedding happens like 60% in. So because the book is so long, it feels like it took her a long time to get there. It was literally like 500 pages in yeah but the thing is is you still have another like 30 to 40 percent of the book so it actually it actually didn't take her that long but because the book is so long long. it felt like it took her a long time to get there so i I, that was my my least favorite part is that like yeah because the book is so long it it feels like it takes her long part to get there but Mm -hmm. in reality it is only 60 percent and that's 60 to 70 percent for them to like figure it out is kind of typical in a enemies to lovers fake dating type trope yeah so i i mean i feel like our least favorite parts kind of play into each other and that like the length of the book um what's your favorite part i like how he breaks the bed and then she's like no, no no we have to do we have to separate beds and then he sits he literally sits on this cot and it like snaps in half and she's like, well, fuck. I guess we're sleeping in the same one. Um, my favorite is, so two, the, the wedding reception scene where they're um, outside and like about to do it up against the wall. Mm-hmm. And then I loved the hospital scene where she was like, she goes to HR and she thinks she's in trouble, but really, she's not in trouble. And they're like, hey, we heard something happened. Like, Do you want to file a complaint? Because people have complained on your behalf. And we can't actually, like, put it, like, they can't put a complaint in. You have to do it because it happened to you. 
and then the person makes a comment about like how Aaron came in and asked about their relationship and she has this like aha moment of like I fucked up and then she like flies to Seattle and just calls every single hospital with a cancer center to find out if his dad is there and says she's family and just shows up I was like this is a good third act like breakup resolution I thought that was so cute and like him just being like are you real and she's like yeah I'm I'm real I'm here for you and he's like really (laughs) it's so cute it was that was that's my favorite scene for sure um what the I didn't like okay now that I didn't like the epilogue I just wish the epilogue was further in the future because this epilogue's this is a happily for now, not a happily ever after. Do you know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it has. I mean, I don't like epilogues that are like only a like, year. Yeah, it needs to be like five years down the line or something like that. Because like they're about to go on a vacation with her, her whole family showing up, and his dad, and her sister's pregnant, and it's only a year in advance. It's only a year later. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm sure you get to see them a little bit in the next book. I guess so. Because they do talk about getting engaged. How I think she thinks that he's going to propose on this trip. They're about to go on or something like that. But um, I wish it was like five years in the future or ten years in the future where they've got like two kids, a house in the suburbs, and dogs. Like that's what I was hoping for was like some cute little leg. Mm-hmm. Some domestic bliss. Yeah. So I did wish it was like a little in the future. Maybe that exists somewhere and we just need to find it because this is a thing authors do. Like maybe like a website bonus, but I'll have to look to see if those exist. But yeah, that was the only thing is I was like, I wish this epilogue was further. Um, What was your rating? I think I gave this a four. Yeah, I gave this a four. And I think the only reason it's not a five is honestly because of length otherwise this would be a five but i would say this is a true summer romance like this is a like this is a vacation something you take on a vacation to read like this made me feel summery yeah um because it's like most of it happens in the heat right yeah of new york and in then in spain um what would you say your steam rating was it's like a two i give this yeah i had like two two and a half i was like because they have like one one sex scene and a couple of like almost but uh and then they have a few fade to blacks when they're like back in new york Mm -hmm. yeah okay i would say two a two is a i would i would agree with that um okay would you reread this? Oh, well, you know the answer is no. <laughs> I didn't even reread this for the pod. I honestly, so <laughs> would I buy this book? I don't know if I would. I wish it was still on Kindle Unlimited. Buy it? If it was on Kindle Unlimited, I'd probably go back to it eventually. But because it's a hassle to try to get a copy of it, I I don't think I'm going to go back to it. Because I actually had the option to to have a physical copy of this book in this in the bookish box, 
and I skipped it because of your review. I talked you out and of it because I was like, this book is long as shit. To be honest, I I don't think I would buy. I don't want to say I don't want to say I wouldn't buy this book because I would reread this. This is something that I would I could if see I found myself this in a used bookstore. Yeah, I'd buy it, but. Because I could see myself going back to this like next summer and be- wanting a uh, like a beach read or like a vacation read and feeling summery and then going back to this then. But like not quite enough that I'm like going to the bookstore and buying it immediately after after reading it. Because like I have books like that. Like when I read It Happened One Summer, mm-hmm. I purchased it like a few weeks later after I read your copy. So like I don't think it was quite there but like I would reread this in the summer. Like next summer I could see myself rereading this. Um, would you recommend this? I think there are shorter books that I would recommend before this. I do like I do uh, respect the fact that this is like this is a debut novel. That's true. This is it's really it's good for a debut it's really good for really a debut. Really good for a debut novel. Yeah, very but good. It's just I don't know if I'd recommend it just because it's so long. Like, the people I would recommend it to, I don't know if they would appreciate a 700-page book, you know? Yeah. It, when it's, like, not in particular fantasy. Like, I don't know if they'd... I, I feel like I would recommend this because it's tropey. So, like, it hits a lot of beats that, like, if someone is, like, yeah, I, like, enemies to lovers or, like, fake dating, like, it hits a lot of, like beats that people like so i feel like there's something in this for everybody but if you're a beginner reader or a slow reader this is going to be hard to get through because if you're a slow reader this will feel like it takes you a very very long Mm -hmm. time to read because this like we're we're really fast readers and this took me about five to six days to read and i would say normally I read a book in about three. Yeah. Like depending on the book, but depending like give or book. take like a three to 400 page book, like is like a two and a half to three day read. Yeah. So this did take me on the longer side. So I would, I would say that. Um, yeah. Any, anything else to say about this book? cover everything the condom watch oh can't forget to use his condom watch there was like no questions it was just like and he only brought one to whatever spade and she was like you couldn't have brought more and he's like well i was like willing to like leave the one i had and hope for the best but not hopeful enough to bring more and like it was like an automatic and i was like you know what yeah they even stopped themselves at the wedding reception because he doesn't have because it. he doesn't have it with him. So I was like, "Yeah, no questions asked. It's just a thing. Checks the box. Mm-hmm. Extra checks the box." Um, so I will I will add that in there. Um, okay. So you don't have any more last words. Nope. So then to wrap this one up. What is your current read? Um, I've been, I haven't started a new book, but I have been rereading the Wear Something Red 
by Suzanne Wright. Oh, I've read her that anthology one yet. of the red the 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 vault. Yeah. But I have I like have been skimming through those ones. Oh, okay. Um I don't know how I stumbled upon this. Is so, this back to the app? You're no, not rereading no, no, the no, app. No, 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 no. So, it's is called the what is it? What is it actually titled? It's called like the beast and the bro and the beast. And like, (laughs) it's basically okay. Like in the app, you they're in chapters, right? So it's like, it's like episodic. So this book basically is like an author who wrote one of those and then decided to self publish and put it into a book. So they're like, it's like basically the same style, but it's like a fucking book. And there's four of them. There's five of them. And the f- f- fifth book isn't out. But it's like the premise is so fucking weird, but I'm like committed. Basically, it's like this guy is. So he's a twin and his brother is gay and likes romances and was reading this book called like The Beast or something. And it's like set in this like it's like set in 1980s and it's like about this werewolf and his fated maid and he somehow the brother like the he somehow he decides to read this book because him and his twin are fighting and he's like maybe if i read the book my twin likes we'll have like something to talk about he's straight he ends up somehow like transitioning into this book in the place of the female protagonist and becomes this guy's like fated mate and it's like it's so fucking wild as a girl or like as as a a guy. guy okay and it's an empreg, so like it's so fucking. Like I said, it just like it's so random. But I read the first one and I was like, "All right, I gotta fucking read the second one." And then I read the second one, and I was like, oh, "Okay, fuck, I gotta read." And I read my book four, and book five comes out at the end of July in like a couple days, and I'm I'm gonna fucking read the last book. It's so weird. I and it's like these books. I don't know. I honestly, it got recommended to me on Kindle Limited. Like it was one of those like, oh, you would like something like this. No idea. But it like very much is like one of those like weird app app books. Yeah. And I kind of like it because it's like one of those app books. So here we are. I'm committed. I'm gonna read the last book. Okay. They're you like do. all novellas though. Don't do that. <laughs> anyway, what I recommend you to read? Uh, I don't know yet. Maybe not. But I've been enjoying it. It's super fucking random, but here we are. Um, on that note, that's all I've got. Uh, next month, as we were saying earlier, the theme is murderous women. Mm-hmm. So it'll be a good one, I think. Although we've already prepped the first book, and it was hard to transition from Spanish love deception it was I like mean, a fluffy not for me <laughs> uh summer read to like murderous women so i do have to say like it was I a bit of a transition but um that's next month so stay tuned i think we've picked out all the books but um we've got some good ones like a really big mix of like paranormal and like mafia uh contemporary so we've got mm-hmm. a good mix actually um so stay tuned because next month's first book will be good. Yeah. Um, otherwise, that's all I've got. So, as usual, follow us on Instagram. Uh, subscribe to our podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Apple, Spotify, 
Amazon, all of the above. We are there. And rate, review, and subscribe. Please rate us. We need ratings. Um, Instagram is where we are. We also have an email. So email us with any book recs. We also have a Patreon. So follow us. We have a patron of our podcast. Um, it's just a tip jar at this point. Which is fine. Which Lots is fine. of podcasts have just chip, uh, tip jars. Um, and that's it. Bye.